Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey guys, in this episode, Stefan and co-host Ed Ray roll up their sleeves and deliver game-changing insights on topics including top advice on how to write high converting copy for a front-end offer, best practices for dealing and landing work with your dream clients when you're first starting out as a copywriter, what Ed Ray would do differently if he had to start his career all over again. I hope you enjoy. Seth Ellsworth. Oh, man. All right, buddy. Uh, he's having trouble writing copy for his offer. So here he is. Let's talk about it. What's up, Seth? Mr. Seth. How you Yo. doing? What's you guys up? hear me? Yeah. Yes, sir. What's happening? I'm, I'm taking my son to the dentist at the moment, so... Um, I got a manual, a manual shift in the right hand of the left hand driving with my knee. <laughs> no worries, man. Um, so, and, and, and you're familiar with what I'm doing. And I essentially have an issue of, I'm in the personal development space. Um, and I have basically a vehicle. I sell the vehicle and people, people hop in and they drive it wherever they want to go. So basically I help them get out of their way and install a single habit that they want. I don't care what the habit is. Um, and I'm having trouble selling it on the front end because I don't know whether to sell a particular habit, meaning write the sales letter for a popular habit, like say um, 5 a.m. club, getting up early or something similar versus writing a sales letter for the unique mechanism and vehicle itself. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would look at the habit. Yeah. As part of like the habits are part of the mechanism, like the formation of the habits. Like I'd look at, you know, writing to the specific pain point or pain points that, you know, cultivating these habits are going to uh, alleviate. And I would focus on the lead and stuff like that being around the pain points. And then like how a simple, um, you know, maybe a unique name for the habit instead of just saying how, you know, cultivating this one powerful habit can allow you to do this, 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 and this, um, you know, you could do that. I mean, maybe I'm thinking about maybe like, if it's like, instead of like a, you, you, you have a sexy name. So, cause habit isn't that sexy it kind of like implies work. I mean, there's atomic habits because you know, like habits are, are powerful. So maybe, but like, I think if it were me, I'd look at um, like, you know, promising the habit is like the unique mechanism of the solution is like cultivating these habits um, or a habit. And, um, so you're basically explaining like the real reason why these pain points are happening in the first place. And then it's like tied into like, um, like in these habits or a solution that help you to solve the pain points. Um, that's the way I would probably approach it. Does that make sense to you? 
Totally does. Uh, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. Awesome, guys. That's it. That's, that's, that's all I needed. Thanks thanks for the call today, fellas. Oh. It's been awesome. For sure. Tuning in. I know. And I do want to I do want to answer uh, Max Ria's question, but only because I'm going to kind of rant a little bit on it. Okay, okay, I wasn't sure about that, so yeah, let's do it. So Max, you're on, baby. Let's go. So, what do you mean you're going to rant on it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll find out. So, what was you going to share your question for everybody? Yeah. So, I, okay, so I'm going to give context here. So I used Stefan's and Justin's like tactic and strategy to reach out to hmm, this. Let's call it like perfect client, um, and just you just provide some free copies, some samples, and contact them with value upfront. So I did this, and sure enough, like Nick and Vince, for anybody that doesn't know it, they're the CEOs. So if you want to write for any any big company, whether it be like financial or fitness, you can do it. No, doesn't matter if you're beginner. Since I saw here. Uh, a few questions from people that said there were junior writers. You can do anything with whatever strategy Justin and Stefan teach you. So what happened is I contacted them, and right now I'm writing the copy, but I wonder how would I apply Ed's advice on helping Vishret, in this case, grow beyond just providing my services as, as a copywriter? Does it make sense? Does make sense. So they they replied to you and said, "Cool, man. Yeah, go ahead and like we're gonna." Do they did they pay you? Are you do anything for free? What, what's the context with that part? Uh, I just contacted them uh, even before writing the copy, uh, and I told them, "Hey, I'm gonna. I decided to write some samples for you, and I'm gonna get them to you no matter no matter what. So if you tell me a preferred email you'd like to receive them at, this is just gonna be easier and faster for you." So. They both responded to me, and they were excited to receive some copy and test it. Where would you Where would you rate your copywriting right now on a scale from zero to ten? I mean, I started like six months ago. I wrote, as you may remember, for this marketing like Facebook ad, Facebook, mm -hmm. like recognized marketing in Europe, and I can leverage some of that authority. My copywriting would be compared to yours. If yours is like a ten, I would put it in like. Compared to you, it would be like a four, three compared to you. But I've written like some Facebook ads and some some sales letters, and the people I wrote it for, who actually have done copywriting and hired copywriters, they liked it. So I have decent confidence. But I also told them like, if you if if you think the copy is shit, it's fine. I'm just gonna improve it and reach out to you or any fitness company again, until you consider it good enough to get an ROI on me because I want to be an asset for you. So basically good enough to get a client, but not stupendous. Two? Yeah. Good enough. So it's like good, good enough to write for somebody. That's long story short. Okay. Exactly. Well, and then what kind of copy were you going to do for them? Did you know yet? Are you do Facebook ads? What were you thinking about writing for them? Max, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, I thought you were asking it. No, no, you. What kind of copy are you going to write for them? Um, emails or Facebook ads. Since I'm just starting to learn long form copy and it's harder to master, 
And I also have a network of people that are actually writing for some, do you know Stephen James? Yep. Yeah. So he, uh, my friend is a email copywriter, so he actually writes the emails for Stephen James. And that way I can also leverage his experience in that and write some Facebook and email ads. And we both do like this feedback loop and I can make sure I can provide better quality emails or Facebook ads to VShred as well, right? Yeah. Um, you know, with these guys, like based on where you are in your career, um, I would just focus on delivering really good Facebook ads to them. Um, I wouldn't go to consultative with them because, you know, they are doing whatever they're doing, 200 million plus a year. And um, I just think, you know, if you have a cool idea, like, that's good. But I think with somebody like this, that scale, um, yeah. I just would focus on the Facebook ads. The reason I was going to rant, I'm not going to rant mm -hmm. at you. Um, the one thing I, I've seen is I just see a lot of people who even have come into Copy Starter in the past and whatever it is, and they're like pretty early on. And then they just like want to write for VShred. And I mean, I've written, you know, three VSLs for those guys. Um, you know, at least two of which were, were one was super successful. One was, was, pretty successful and I don't really know what the other one's doing honestly, but um, uh, they're extremely hard to work with or for. Um, it doesn't mean like that's not a, a knock on them. Like I would you know, tell Nick that to his face and he would laugh because it's true. Um, they're, they're extremely high standards. Um, I've seen them just, you know, shred writers apart. Um, I've seen uh, just, you know, it's, it's, they're, they're, they're cool because they'll give anybody a chance. Um, but yeah, if, you, if you kind of like don't do a good job, then they're just like, they have no time for you. Um, yeah. and so the warning for other people watching, they're listening is like, I always kind of feel like when people come in and they've been writing for three months and they reach out to Vishra and they're like, I'm going to crush for you. And then like Nick hires, mm -hmm. I get messages from Nick, like, what the fuck is this? This is garbage writing, blah, blah. And I'm like, Oh God, like what's this person just had, you know, like taking a little time before they went after like, kind of like one of the biggest fish in the industry. Exactly. Um, so that's sort of my warning to other people or a caveat. But again, you know, I think for Facebook ads, if you've got some good experience there, you know, fine. But I, I honestly would just work on, I'd give them some really good Facebook ads, give them a couple, um, see what they think, try and, you know, hopefully they're saying, this is good, you want to do some more. And, and I would just go from there. And over time, with more, like just the value and the credibility, but if you actually start writing Facebook ads for them regularly, and you're like, oh yeah, like I'm, I write a lot of uh, Facebook ads for VShred, like that alone will help you can leverage that into so many additional opportunities. That's um, the strategy. So I would just I would just stick with that and I wouldn't go deeper. Um, okay. And by the way, which which companies, maybe Ed and you, which companies have you most enjoyed writing copy or working with? Because it's not only the money. I mean if you if, if you're good with the money, you're also looking to enjoy the partnership you're going into, right? Sorry to say. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm 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 I'm, I'm gonna have you repeat that because I just got the a very weird comment on uh, on Facebook Live from Bobby Hines. It said, "Security system takes control of Squidward's house and begins attacking the city, leaving the mayor to give Squidward community service for the damage he caused. Even though SpongeBob and Patrick were in the house the whole fucking time and were responsible for everything. Gah, fuck this episode. This episode is when the Squidward torture porn started to become regular stable and SpongeBob's episodes. I, I can't even." I'm not gonna finish here, but um, if anyone wants to see something that is just uh, absolutely kooky dukes, then go check out uh, Bobby Hines. Can you copy paste in the Zoom chat? I'm actually like, I wanna see this. 
You want me to put it in the chat? Yeah, what in the fuck? Yeah, I'll put it in the chat. I'm not, I just, I just, like, I just, um, I'm listening to you, Max, but I just saw that on the Facebook Live and it, it clearly distracted me as. No problem, bro. Um, but Max, <laughs> uh, honestly, my writing for myself has been my favorite. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, of course, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? You, you make the money and you work with people you enjoy. But uh, jokes aside, or not really jokes, but um, it's it's hard to name drop because like there's there's been quite a few I've really really enjoyed writing uh, for, but more so usually than like what I'm writing. It's more so like the people I'm working with while I'm writing for it. Um, yeah. Like I've written for Traffic and Funnels, and I've 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 enjoyed that because I worked with some really cool people, and I really like them. Or I've written for Ian Stanley, like I loved working with Ian and talking with him and hanging out with him like that's for me it's a very people oriented thing where it's like I don't really care obviously ethically I do care about like you know as a product fucking good Um, but uh, like as long as the people are good that's the most important thing that's what makes it enjoyable like yeah yeah, it's hard to say I mean because I'm not gonna name names of people like yeah with, with Nick and Vince I've written a bunch of stuff for them and I'm once I you know, get done with my, uh, my COVID. I'm going to, you know, Nick and I are going to get dinner soon. And I want to maybe do like a live stream thing with them, which he's open to. And, um, yeah, I love those guys. I've been to their Christmas parties and, you know, like, like I, so it's not anything they're just hard to work with. Um, but what the fuck is that comment, dude? Yeah. I don't know, man, but I'll have what he's having, bro. It's my favorite comment. Uh, that's far. you know, I get some unique <laughs> stuff. Um, Quid or torture porn. Um, it's like 20 lines long, bro. Yeah, let's well, so let's probably just um, let's uh yeah. So Max, hopefully that helps, man. I, 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 I as far as the class, right? It just depends. I mean, every client is different. Uh, it's hard to know sometimes until they paid you money and you you start. I mean, I think the big secret is if you hate working with somebody, then like don't come back and do it again. I made that mistake before. Where's the guy? I'm like, oh my god, this client's such a pain in the ass. But then they're immediately like, hey, you know, can I pay you for you know another one? And you're like, well, that's money, yeah. And they're like, oh crap, why did I do that? And then you know, um. But, you know, the best, I mean, like uh, Mike Geary and Ed Scow have just wrote two things for them. I have to write a third thing I'm working on, which I wanted to finish it on Friday, but COVID slowed me down a little bit. But, um, you know, those are guys who've been great to work with, as an example. They're like, literally just like, send me the money, no negotiation, send me the money. Um, not that, I mean, I don't like negotiate my rate really anyway, but I'm just saying, they're just like, okay. And then I gave them the copy and then they, they tested it and they're like, here's the data. And, um, they're like, yeah, that's, that's the client I want. The client who's just like really, uh, the, the bad clients are the ones who are honestly the more of like a committee and the more of the the more SOPs they have honestly the more of a pain in the ass it is as a copywriter oh like my god my, my biggest thing is when they're like here is this document please read it and acknowledge once you've read this document then read this now have this now like do this call now you're like dude I don't need your process I have my own process you're paying me because I'm one of the best in the world so like I'm gonna use my process and give you something world class and test it and so I hate that when they have all these these like kind of like this process I'm supposed to follow prior to giving them what essentially is just the same thing I would always do anyway without their process. And then when they have a committee to where once they have it, they're like, now we're going to have everybody review it. And it's like, you just see all these comments and it's like Jan from accounting. Who's like, I don't know if I like that word. I'd use a different word. And like, you know, Bob and like fulfillment. It's like, well, would you really say um, struggling or would you say having a challenge? And you're like, dude, I don't like what is going on. Like, I don't need all this. Like, like fucking test the copy. And if it bombs, then we'll talk. But like, you know, I don't, I don't want like, like it, it, just, it drives me crazy. It's like hiring a like a plumber to come fix your toilet, and then you bring in like a bunch of friends to stand around, 
and like sort of like comment on what he's doing and like tell anecdotal stories about what you know why how you think a toilet should be fixed even though you have no experience of fixing one um nah, man you're doing it wrong yeah you're like nah i don't know like well you're using that screwdriver but what if you used a different screwdriver like it's like uh, it just makes no sense you know, in, in, in my experience with fixing fucking toilets, you know, <laughs> I, uh, I, I use, I use this type of screwdriver, you know? Yeah. Um, thank you. By the way, I'm super happy for you. Keep going. Thanks man. Appreciate it. Chaka says, if you had to do it over again, Ed, how would you have started your career? I would have done the same way I was doing it. Nothing changed. Uh, and for those who don't know what my start was, I was posting on the cult of copy job board um, back when it was like a lot more legit. <laughs> like now it's kind of overpopulated and stuff. You can still get gigs from there, but not like crazy amounts. Um, and I built up a brand and a reputation for myself with just like one Facebook post on there. I got like, I think it was like six people, 60. I don't fucking know how many it was. I got a lot of people kicked out of the group. But I made like 3,500 bucks off of that one post when I was 17, selling $500. I'm going to hoard myself out, write whatever copy you want. So yeah, I would do that. And then, and then work in-house at an agency or at a company. That's what I would do. So there you go. All right. That's just about it for today. Before we finish though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. I have a private email list where I share high-level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words, and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should, because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, and then my last name is georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you in my email list.